0: How are you doing?
1: I wish I was doing as good as you. What's up?
0: So, I woke up to the best news ever. What? What is? Which men, is... Is Mendo at your door? <laughs> okay, so the, maybe, like, not quite the best news ever, okay. but still very good news, which is I woke up this morning around, like, 8 or 8.30, and I'm just lounging in bed, and then I grab my phone, and I've gotten several notifications overnight because it was announced that Hot Toys is making a director credit figure. Dang. I saw this like really
1: late at night because I, I went to sleep at 8 and like woke up around like midnight to like check my phone and I saw like a bunch of people were tagging you and I'm like, I almost want to stay awake until Emily sees all of this, but I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, I I thought they only did the Hot Toys characters for, like, the main, main characters, you know?
0: Well, I mean, they've done a, a ton of, of smaller ones, and, you know, they do lots and lots of variations on the Stormtroopers and the Death Troopers and stuff. I think mm-hmm. they've done about every kind of trooper. But Rogue One, they pretty much ignored. hmm um, like there's a K two and I guess a gin and I think that's about it. And the thing is, back when I don't remember what convention it was at, but it was before Rogue One came out. There were some at some convention. There was prototypes shown of both Krennic and um, Bayes. I think was the other one. Hmm. And then just, like, nothing happened, and there was no news about it, and I figured they had scrapped it, and it was never going to happen. And, yeah, they announced it. it's They haven't shown any pictures of it yet, which means it's probably still, like, a ways off. Like, my guess would be, like, end of next year at the earliest. Because even when those things go up for pre-order, they go up for pre-order about, like, six to eight months out. And we're not even at pre-order stage yet. But I'm, I'm very, very excited. Wow, I know because they showed that video on
1: the Hot Toys Twitter page.
0: Yeah, and you see the you see the Tarkin, which I'm have on my desk right now, and I'm staring at. And then you just see like the back of Krennic. I I, I mean, I flipped shit this morning. Like <laughs> I I was so fucking excited. Thank you to everybody who tagged me. Thank you to to Corey and Dom and to um to Haas who tagged me in a DM. We're in, but. I'm very, very excited I am too I mean like i
1: I probably won't buy it, but I know you will but how much are those things usually
0: um generally like two nineteen and like a little bit more a little bit less depending on how much stuff it comes with hmm. that sounds fun though. I'm so excited. I just I want it to go off for pre- pre-order so I can just order it and then I'm so fucking excited. Uh, I've never been more excited to spend $200. <laughs> Me paying
1: for celebration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. But, oh my God. Uh, their, their stuff is so good. Their face molds are so awesome. They generally come with a ton, ton of cool accessories and i can put it right next to my tarkin oh i'm so excited it's gonna be awesome i cannot wait i've been wanting this for like a couple like what like two years now i guess yeah so you can say that for years (laughs) yeah and i really thought it was never gonna happen since there's just been no news but they did it (laughs) oh i can't wait to see pictures of it i I want to see pictures i want to know accessories list it's gonna have a sweet sweet cape i'm so excited are there like
1: different heads that cause I know there's like different like hand motions and whatever, but they, do they come with different heads? Or no, it's just one head?
0: Some of them do. Often it's just it's one head. Um some of them will be two. Generally, if it's two, it's something where it's like a helmeted character. And then it'll be like, you know, like there I believe some of the Anakin ones have like a Vader. Helmet and an Anakin head, I think, and I know like some of the the Iron Man ones they've done for Marvel are like that. Yeah, I think there's a a Hella one from from Ragnarok that has the big horned helmet and then like a regular head, because sometimes they do regular versions and deluxe versions that'll come with like an exclusive head or an exclusive <laughs> like set of it accessories and stuff. I just think that concept is, like, so funny. Like, get
1: an extra head with this, you know? Like, and people getting excited over, like, oh, the amount of heads I can use, you know?
0: I do have just a glass full of hands. Because they often come with different hands, like, several sets of hands, because the different hands hold different accessories as well as different expressions. Like, the Tarkin one has one where he's, like, scratching his chin, so it's, like, a fist and his thumbs out. But it also, it has, like, open hands, and so... I just have them in a little cup on my desk. It's just a cup full of hands.
1: That out of context is just the greatest thing. Like just someone walking in and <laughs> being
0: like, yeah, I have a glass full of hands. Yeah. Because I do. Because the Target one ha- came with several hands. The Leia one came with a bunch because, you know, she has different accessories to hold. So they have to be arranged differently. So that's a lot of hands. Because I have the Hoth yeah, I have the Hoth, Leia, and then my Stormtrooper also came with a couple. And I'm pretty sure the Loki I have in a box and have never taken out has, has several as well.
1: Or are you not taking it out?
0: I don't have room, and it's from Thor 2, which is the stupidest Thor movie. Oh, sorry, are you trying to sell it? I'm not, like, not actively. It's one that I won. So, it's just sort of in the box. Dude I opened the box and looked at it, but I'm just like, eh. You win a lot of shit. You're very lucky. Well, yeah, I've won a couple of those. <laughs> um, yeah, because I also won a Deadpool. But, yeah, if anybody is interested in a dark world, Loki, I'll give it to you for a really good price. Otherwise, it's just going to continue to sit in a box until I eventually, like, move and have a bigger apartment or something. <laughs> Well, other than that, how's your week been going? It was fine. It was long because it's always long before like a long weekend. And since I have, I took Christmas Eve off. So I have, you know, I have a four day weekend. So that week dragged. But I like Christmas. I'm sad I'm not going home, but I'm going to make cookies and I'm going to make bread. And I bought uh, like a lamb to do Christmas Eve dinner. I'm going to do lamb. And mashed potatoes and Brussels sprouts.
1: I thought you said a Lego lamb. And I'm like, I don't think you can eat that, Emily. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I bought a little Lego lamb. I'm gonna I'm gonna have Lego Christmas dinner. Dude, that sounds that sounds
1: fun but painful because it's like you can accidentally like yeah. step on your dinner and that would really hurt and that'd be sad because you're supposed to eat it, not step on it, you know?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna serve it to little Lego Mendo.
1: Oh, yeah. You should just get a bunch of little Lego Mendo's and that's a that's your Christmas dinner right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is there a Lego Tarkin? I don't think there's a Lego Tarkin, but there should be a Lego Tarkin. Let me know if there's a Lego Tarkin, people. Let me look it up.
1: Because I almost think he would come with um, the Death Star set.
0: It seems like he should have come with one of the Death Stars.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of Lego Tarkins I see. Okay. Yeah, here. Let me see if I can buy him. How much? Let's see. I see a two dollar one. Two dollar gram off Tarkin. Um,
0: are one of those like weird sites, but I
1: don't know. He looks.
0: I wonder if I can get. Can I get him on a keychain? I have a little Krennic keychain, and I love it. Got it. But his cape is all dirty now and gross, so I need to get a new one.
1: I know. I have mine in like a special place because it's like I could. I would. I could put it on my keychain, but I mean, I don't want it to get dirty. Um, I don't see any on a keychain. Maybe through so Etsy, you can, like, uh, ask them Probably. To... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Huh. Alright, but I might need to get a Lego Tarkin.
1: Yes, that is a necessity.
0: Then they can fight. <laughs> or kiss. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no, they should kiss. They should fight and then kiss. <laughs> so, um, how has your week been? Um... It's been good.
1: Kind of a blur. I mean, I've been in a weird funk since, like, graduating. So, I just feel like I'm, like, lazy. So.
0: Dude, you just graduated. You're not lazy. I know. But it just, I just
1: haven't been doing anything. So, I just feel like I'm lazy. I don't you know. You just
0: graduated. Ha! And it's Christmas. You're allowed to not do anything.
1: I know. And then this was, like, the first, like, he year or first Christmas that, like, I was kind of stressed. Like, having to get, like, presents for everyone and mm-hmm. everything. Thank God, like, I finished everything but still i'm just like i wasted the whole holiday season being stressed so i'm kind of bummed about that but i'm excited yeah. should be a should be a good christmas you know spending it with the family carlos is coming down so that'll be oh, that's fun. good i know i got him some good gifts i'm excited to show them off i mean why'd you get him a- Open i got him The Lego Millennium Falcon, the solo one, not the $800 one. I love him, but not that much. (laughs) (laughs) Then I got him a new wallet because he wanted a new wallet. Hopefully he likes it because he's picky with wallets. And then I got him. So you know how on the Ellen show, she always gives away money and she uses Shutterfly? She's like, oh yeah, Shutterfly wants to give you $25,000. Like, I had no idea what the fuck Shutterfly was. And then, like, my mom, she made these, like, little scrapbook things for her friends when they went on this Disney trip. She's like, oh, you should make Carlos one. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that sounds cool. Cause it was funny because he was, like, joking around with me, like, a month ago. He's like, we could never do one of those because we don't have any pictures with each other. I found, like, over 70 pictures and I'm like, ah, get to make a book. So <laughs> oh, that's I made cute. a book. Yeah, it was, it was really cheesy. I'm not that cheesy. So, I got to like, got to calm it with, but yeah, it, it turned out really good. I was kind of nervous because like you, cause you do it all online. You put like the pictures and everything. And then some of them are like, warning, this might not print out well. And they printed out fine. So I don't know why they're trying to stress me out. Fuck you, Shutterfly. But, um, but yeah, and then got family presents too. My sister got my parents' tickets to go see like Ringo Starr, so I helped to pay for that.
0: Okay, so she did yeah. end up cutting you in on that. That's good. Thank God. I know because uh, she got
1: because what happened too is that she got my dad and my brother golf lessons, and that's like three hundred dollars each. Jesus. So uh, I know she she's not good with money. So she texted me like yesterday morning, and she's like, "Hey, uh, if you want to go halvesies." that's okay. Now she's like, do you want to give me $300? And I'm like, 250 <laughs> And then she said, 275 And I said, deal. So, <sighs> happy about that. So, but yeah, eh, still feeling a little, but hopefully I'm doing family stuff today. So hopefully that'll lift my holiday spirits.
0: That's good. That's a good plan.
1: Yeah. But we do have some Star Wars news.
0: Oh, I thought we were just going to talk about the Hot Toys chronicle all day.
1: Yeah, we can talk about that, too. Well, okay, so how
0: white do you think that cape is going to be? Very, very white. Beautifully pristine white. Like, the Hoth Leia outfit is super white. Mm. And gorgeous. But not as gorgeous as that outfit's going to be. I'm just
1: interested to see like the details on that cape and like the imperial wear and everything. Oh, I
0: know it's so good and like they have the little because the Tarkin, you know, they have the little They're the little code rods or whatever the thing is that the little rod things that they wear in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Like those all those aren't like built into the outfit; those are all separate, removable things. Hmm. It's so good i i want i i woke up and i saw that and i wanted to cry partially just because i think it's really it just makes me laugh that people like tag me in that shit and i appreciate it so much <laughs> or as as, as cory put it when it was announced has somebody checked on emily <laughs> <laughs> Corey stories yeah. oh my god oh uh, also i'm just honestly the fact that i get any new chronic stuff excites me because I want to buy more stuff to add to my shrine, but there hasn't been anything in a while, and now there is. I know that's it's, huge. It's, yeah, it's a big deal. I can't. I can't wait till they actually put up pictures of it. And when they do, they don't have a chronic anybody? No. That's sad. Yeah, tell me about it. You'd have like oh fifty God. of
2: those,
0: but yeah. When 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 the pictures come out, expect like a whole like twenty minutes of this of this show just being me going through every single thing in them.
1: I would like for you to like go through your whole Mendo collection and just you know every every piece of the collection has a story. Maybe you can do that on the solo episode.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. I'm gonna do a solo episode because Brittany's gonna be gone end of January. Yeah. So, I'll be hitting everybody up for lots of questions and shit because I've never just talked on my own for an hour and I'm slightly nervous about it. Eh, you'll do fine. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Grasso is giving me some advice. The master of solo episodes. Yeah. The grass solo episodes of Rogue One are always a treat.
1: You know, I love when Hawes does, um, I think, I don't forget how many times he's done Blue Harvest solo. I think only like once or twice.
0: Yeah. And he, well, he's done a couple of Patreon ones. Yeah. Too. the, oh no, it's Haas solo. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun. That's a fun listen. By the way, you should join the Blue Harvest Patreon because there's all sorts of good shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was listening to them this morning when I was walking over to a bakery to get some croissants and then walking home and shoving the entire croissant into my face before i got home
1: you see i think that's like one of the best things about living and like where you live is that you can just be like i'm gonna go to the bakery like how long did it take for you to walk to the bakery
0: Well, it was like a 15 minute walk to the bakery (sighs) that's so nice though i would have gotten like 10 croissants i got two croissants and a coffee what else do they have at this bakery oh my god everything it was my first time going there because it's not I mean, you know, it's 15 minutes, so it's not like quite in my neighborhood in terms of it's not something I pass by. But I just Googled bakery, and that was one of the nearest ones that popped up. And they had all sorts of stuff. They had a couple of good looking Danish, they had some cinnamon rolls, but I don't like cinnamon. They also have they had a couple of different kinds of little like individual tarts. They had a pecan pie one and a chocolate one and like an apple pie little individual one and then they also had creme brulee which i was very tempted by but it was also 9 30 in the morning so i'm like nah yeah maybe sometime when i'm coming here in the afternoon
1: yes it's any time of the day is creme brulee time
0: oh my god i love creme brulee me too it's like my favorite dessert of all time and it's so satisfying when you crack the sugar yes just oh i need to get one of those little kitchen torches <sighs> I think because
1: my sister would make crambouillet. I forget how exactly she. I'd have to ask her how she did that because she makes some pretty good crambouillet and she doesn't like fuck around like she gets like the bigger tins like not like the little like fancy like oh, I'm fancy eating my little bite of crambouillet like no like this thing's like big. It's like the size. You can of... do it.
0: Hmm? You can do it under the broiler I think. Yeah I think that's what she did. But I want one of those torches because if I add one of those torches, I would just be torching everything all the time. By which you mean I'd use it for I'd use it for a couple of days and then I'd stick it in a drawer and never use it again. Maybe you can do like a
1: yearly or monthly creme brulee. So
0: there you go. Yeah. I do love creme brulee; it's so delicious and good and silky and sweet and sugary. Oh shit!
1: I gotta have some, dude. Sorry, Christmas Eve tomorrow. We record on Sundays. I think everyone knows that. But yeah, I'll have some creme brulee tomorrow. I'll take pictures. I'll send it to you. I might be drunk.
0: Best the way to be. Ooh, I got a bottle of cranberry sour ale from Trader Joe's that I'm really excited to open. <sighs> which I'm either going to have tonight with a bunch of Chinese food or tomorrow night with my lamb. Ooh, you're a Lego lamb.
1: Yeah, my Lego lamb. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, my mom got some like champagne so we can have like mimosas, but because I can't really drink on Christmas Day because I work graveyard that night, but mm. uh, that's okay, I'll do all my drinking. Um, when I go out, because we go to this like buffet and it's like unlimited wine and alcohol, so it's pretty cool, but I'll try oh, not God. to get. I'll try not to get too drunk because um uh, I also work there, so
0: <laughs> Yeah. So like my my grandfather used to do I, my this is my mom's dad, like all out on Christmas. I mean he was he was always super into food anyway, but Christmas was crazy. Like he's the kind of guy where there you'd come and there'd be ham and lamb and like prime rib. But my mom was telling me, because I had forgotten about this, because um, this probably would have been the years when I was younger, but he would, like, there was a butcher we'd go to and he would get the butcher to take a pork loin and stuff it into a leg of lamb. Oh. And I want it so badly, but I'm just going to deal with my regular lamb. As soon as my mom told me that, I'm like, well, now my normal leg of lamb doesn't sound nearly as good. Because it doesn't have pork stuffed in it. <laughs> but, you know, he'd also have, you know, he does like parsnips and mushrooms. And there'd always be a huge, one of those big shrimp trays and all sorts of appetizers. And the man just loved to feed people. Uh, I just love food. Oh, my God. I love food so much.
1: <laughs> Emily, we're going to have to try all the foods in, I uh, almost in San Diego, in Chicago.
0: All of the food in Chicago. All of it. Uh, Are you
1: going to be able to spend all five days at the convention center?
0: I don't know. That I'm honestly a little bit concerned about in terms of like my social anxiety just being like, you need to get the fuck away from the crowds. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I get really nervous before things and I imagine myself I imagine I'm going to be very nervous at first, but I mean, I don't think I can spend five days in a convention center. I think at at least two, no more than three. So I think that for a couple of days, I'll be probably
0: uh, going through Chicago and seeing what's up. Yeah. It sort of depends how the panels that I want to go to are spaced. You know, like if there's a day Mm -hmm. when there's no panel I want to go to, I might do half the morning, walk in the floor and then, like, go to the Art Institute or something. Because I haven't been to the Art Institute since I was a kid.
1: It's interesting that... Are they going to do, like, a lottery with, you know, the panels and everything? I mean, we still don't know. That would be really, like, a bummer. Because that would mean, like, a lot of us probably won't get into, like, the... the I almost said the Last Jedi panel. The Episode nine panel and, you know...
0: Yeah, it, it would split up groups a lot more. I think it'd be a bit bummer, especially if they do like all lottery. I I'd, I'd be more okay with them doing what um, New York Comic Con did this last year, which was a split. I don't know what the percentage was, but it was partially lottery, and then you could like add three of your friends, and then the rest. And then there was also waiting in line, but um, that's bitching.
1: Add three of your friends. Yeah, D23 does that, where, like, if you have, like, um, a certain membership, you can bring in, like, a certain amount of people. Because, like, Rusty and I got, like, the family membership, so we can bring in four people each to the panel. That's going to be in August.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, that's going to be fun.
0: But also, like, there's just stuff I want to do in Chicago, you know? I want to go to that aquarium. Oh, shed is great. Again, I haven't been there like probably since I was in middle school or high school, but it's awesome. And they have belugas. I'm pretty sure they still have the belugas. It's fucking better. It's been a year
1: since we checked that, I think, cuz I think last year cuz it was before
0: Okay, if we checked last year, I'm, sur- I'm sure they still have the belugas. I'm
1: not sure if it was last year or if it was before solo. Because was was it announced last year that uh-huh. we were going to Chicago? Oh my god! Uh, you
0: know what? Everything before Solo is last year. Okay, okay. That's... <laughs> I know it was in. I know it was in May. <laughs> but anything before Solo is last year.
1: It does seem like forever ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really does. I honestly do. If you ask me, I'd have to think about the fact that it came out this year. Well, then that.
1: I don't know where it's going with that, but so solo came out in may do you think it should have come out in in december
0: oh absolutely was a terrible decision i mean maybe if there hadn't been a movie six months before then you could release it in may but the combination of moving it from a holiday time and also having it come out six months after your other movie was a stupid decision
1: yeah but you have to think about the most important thing is that it would have had to compete with mary poppins returns (laughs) and i saw that
0: by the way and that it was really good i really liked it i really want to see it mostly because i want to see uh dick van dyke dance because i read that it's really cool it is he's so precious i love him And the fact that he's actually is performing that dance at, what, like, 92 or whatever he is, is awesome and makes me love him so much.
1: Yeah, I got to say, I was was very impressed with him. And uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, she was a good Mary Poppins. I like Emily Blunt. Me too. It's funny because we saw it with the family. My dad doesn't like her for some reason because I think she was, like, in Sicario or one of those movies. And just, he didn't like it, so he was just... After seeing the movie, he's like, "She did really bad. I couldn't, I c- couldn't handle her." He said something. I don't know, dads. But I don't know. I thought it was really cute. Like the kids weren't too annoying. Oh, that's always good. Yeah, I didn't like the dad though. I just feel like his like hair and his mustache look too bad. I forget. I don't know who he is. But I wish. Yeah, you know, I don't want to spoil it for mean, anyone because I know that, I know that everyone who listens to this podcast is also a big fan of Mary Poppins.
0: I think Mary Poppins is my favorite Disney movie. Oh, really? I mean, besides Robin Hood. Yeah, probably. I don't know what else it would be. It's got to be Mary Poppins.
1: Did you like like the Fox and the Hound and like the Lady and the Tramp and?
0: I like Lady and the Tramp. All right. Um, Fox and the Hound. I got to tell you, I know that I saw when I was a little kid. I absolutely could not tell you a thing about what that movie's about other than there's a fox and a hound
1: (laughs) that's fair well i was thinking about the original mary poppins and like i don't remember there being like a big conflict in that movie because there's kind of a big one in mary poppins returns but I feel like Mary, the first Mary Poppins, was very light and like, oh, the kids need a nanny. All right, let's bring in some magic
0: lady. Yeah, they sort of. It's sort of just little stories. Hmm. I feel like with Disney
1: movies now, they're making issues bigger. And it's not as simple as it used to be. Not that I, I'm not complaining about that or anything, but I'm just noticing from, like, you know, movies from, like, the 50s and now, you know? I think it's it's interesting.
0: Hmm. I mean, that might be... I don't know. Yeah, there, it doesn't... Because it's, it's it's just all little stories about the fact that the dad's an asshole, basically. And then he stops being an asshole at the end because that's how movies work. But... Right. <laughs> I wish life was like that.
1: (laughs) Just people stop being an asshole. That'd be nice. All right, we have a composer for The Mandalorian, but I can't pronounce the name. Ludwig
0: Gorenson, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, so stars.com Star announced uh, that he is going to compose The Mandalorian, the first ever live action series. He's composed memorable soundtracks to the biggest and most lauded movies in recent memory, such as Black
0: Panther, Creed, Creed Two, Venom. I don't know if Venom is the most lauded movie in recent memory, but... <laughs> it did really good across seas, like that... Oh, yeah, it did really good in China, but lauded is not a term I would use looking at those reviews. Yeah. Uh, he did *Community*, *New Girl*. Um, he
1: produced records for Haim, Chance the Rapper, and
0: Childish Gambino. Sick. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with this. I liked um, I like *Black Panther*. Mm-hmm. I think that has a pretty good score. Oh, amazing score.
1: This was a surprise. What they? I feel like they announced this on like a Wednesday or Thursday because I think they announced it with uh the Star Wars show. That's what they do with all their announcements. Is they're like, oh yeah, well we need to find something to talk about on the Star Wars show. Let's release something.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's nice to get new people folded into working on Star Wars. I agree. Can't wait to hear, like, the
1: sneak peeks of music and everything that we're getting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. How old is this guy? He looks really young. I know. He is 34. Wow. That's pretty fucking young. To it, like, looking at his credit list, it seems very young. I mean, that's some big movies to have under your belt at 34. He must know someone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm surprised that they have a composer so soon because we just got like the cast. Oh, uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Because I'm trying to think of how, you know, that would work out. Because I think because with Rogue One or forget which movie, like the composer dipped out last minute.
0: Yeah. That's right. But yeah, I, I it's got to be a fairly lengthy process, especially if you're doing 10 episodes, you would appreciate as much lead time as possible. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, when's that series supposed to come out again? N- Sometime. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm expecting it to come tomorrow. The service is coming late 2019. And I think a lot of people, myself included, are thinking... This is going to be one of their launch titles, but that in the Clone Wars, I think it's, I think it's going to be the Mandalorian first, just because they're talking about it so much more. But the main question is, are they going to
1: do like the binge system or are they just going to do one episode a week?
0: One episode a week is the way to go because you want people to continue to subscribe
1: I don't know. I almost feel like Disney will be like too cocky with this and they'll be like, "You know what? There is going to be there is going to be people that want to use this streaming service for everything else too, like the un- the Disney movies, but it hasn't even been an- has it been announced yet that they're putting all the Disney movies on the streaming service because I feel like that's just something that we all assume.
0: I I think it's going to be stuff's going to be put on there as other contracts run out well speaking of contracts
1: apparently disney doesn't have the rights to star wars for the streaming service because you know how i forget which channel it is that plays the star wars movies i think it's tnt
0: possibly yes that sounds right
1: they still have the rights to those movies until like 2020 or something or 21. So I I don't know. I heard that on the Sith list a couple months ago. So I don't think that this streaming service will start with having all the Star Wars movies on it.
0: No, I don't think it like, I think it's going to be a a piecemeal thing. I think it's going to be the same way with the Marvel shit. And even if they had all the rights, I don't know if they want to put everything up at once or they want to have a rotating selection.
1: I don't know. Like, I feel like it would be really smart to just put everything, everything or just like start off with some stuff and keep on adding on because I feel like taking away like that'll kind of suck. Like, let's say like I really wanted to watch Mary Poppins and I'd previously watched Mary Poppins on the streaming service like six or seven months ago. I go on the streaming service. It's not there. It's replaced with uh Another Disney movie like I'd be mad because I'm paying for these services to watch Disney movies and a Disney movie that I really wanted to watch was removed.
0: Yeah, but if they put stuff on, then they can make announcements about it and keep it fresh. It's like when they when they take stuff out of the quote unquote Disney vault. When they do Blu-ray releases and stuff. But you'd only be able, but then it, then it, you know, go, then they'd stop producing it and it'd, you know, be another 10 years before they bring it back out just because then it's like a big deal. I remember as a kid
1: seeing those commercials about like the Disney vault and I would get like so scared because it'd be like, all right, you have to buy this movie or else it's going back in the vault. And I like thought them at like the vault was like, they're never going to bring it back. Like you're never going to be able to watch it again. Like the only way you're able to watch it <laughs> was through the DVD. So those commercials would like scare the shit out of me because I'm just like, I need to buy fucking Snow White because I'll never be able to see it again. Uh. But yeah, streaming service. I'm excited for it. Should be pretty good. I mean, we're a year out from the that and episode nine.
0: Man,
1: episode nine. I'm scared. Probably good. Um, yeah. I'm not that I'm scared. It just. I don't know. I want it to be good, and I want to be. I want the Skywalker saga to like end, like in on a beautiful note, and like I trust JJ, but. I don't know it makes me think you know it makes me think like what they're gonna do and I just I don't know and you know I was like mm. that was solo like I didn't know what they're gonna do with solo and I was disappointed in solo but not saying that I'm gonna be disappointed in this but you know I hate
0: getting excited for something but no nah, yeah, it's all well, good I mean I was <laughs> I was expecting to be disappointed in solo or and sort of didn't care if I was disappointed in Solo. I'm going to care if I don't like episode nine. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to care a whole lot if I don't like episode nine.
1: I was really. Uh, this has to do with episode nine. Kind of episode eight, too. So there's this fan made Vader film by this YouTube channel. I think his name is like Star Wars Theory. And it's, you know, it's one of those, like, fan-made videos. Apparently, he had, like, $100,000 to work on it. Like, visually, it, it looks fine. But I can't get through it because, of course, you know, when I see videos like this, I scroll the comments. Like, all the comments were, this is better than The Last Jedi. This person should be directing movies, unlike Ryan. And it's like, I can't get through a video where, like, this person's fans... Are talking about how this like fan made video should make him be allowed to make movies for Lucasfilm? Like I
0: just well, it's a ridiculous statement anyway. But also, I just automatically assume that it's just Vader hitting stuff a lot.
1: That's honestly that's what it was. Like I didn't watch the whole thing, but you know, it's like he had a dream, and then like Padme showed up. I didn't like they got in like an actress to play Padme, and just ah, uh, like you don't you don't do Natalie Portman like that but I don't know like I don't want to insult it too much because like the concept was but the concept was okay I mean I just hate that you know people are producing like fan-made stuff and then their fans and other people are like this person should be directing Star Wars this person should do this and it's like can we just like have fun like cool I mean I think you know I, I, I I was talking to some people about it and our lovely friend King Tom said that you know the concept was cool but I the comics tell a better story and like I agree with that <sighs> and that's like the problem is that you know these uh, nah I don't want to I don't want to go into it if you want to make a fan film make a fan film it's cool there's a really good Darth Maul one that you all should check out I forget what it's called just go on YouTube and look up Darth Maul fan made video I think it's really good recommend that not the Vader one but <sighs> Now, the main question of the episode. Has Brittany caught up with Star Wars Resistance?
0: Emily, what do you think? I don't have any trust in you whatsoever. However, you put it on the notes. So if you haven't, I'm going to be so fucking annoyed at you right now. God damn it, Brittany. I have. Okay, good. Because if you had put that in the show notes and the answer was just no, we were going to have a serious problem. What would have have happened? I would have been very disappointed in you, and we would have had words. Words. Would I have to eat a Lego lamb? (laughs) (laughs) You would have to walk across a giant room of Lego lambs. No carpet, just Lego lambs, as far as I can see. A desert of Lego lambs.
1: I deserve it. But okay, I caught up. I really liked some parts of these episodes and I really didn't like some parts of these episodes. Okay, so the episode with bubbles. Um the I forget I forget the episode title, but I'm just gonna say like the Tor Doza episode. I really like Tor Doza. Yeah, right. I love the dynamic with her dad. Like I love how she's just like, you know, like my dad doesn't pay attention to me anymore, like something's up. And then, like, the whole, like, Kaz trying to, like, use her to, like, you know, get the information, do all the spy shit. Like, that made me mad because she was, like, she she was, like, opening up to Kaz. Like, yeah, like, my dad fucking sucks right now. And he's just trying to be all sneaky and shit. And I'm, like, there's being human and there's being, like, the detective person that the Resistance wants you to be. And I feel like that's why I think that Kaz is a really shitty detective or (laughs) shitty spy yeah
0: he definitely is
1: he is and it makes me sad because it's like you know he's creating bonds with these characters and i feel like he's like kind of fucking them up because he's so focused on being a spy
0: well yeah but that is his job
1: yeah i guess but i mean he could be a better spy he could be more empathetic you know well
0: i think the problem is he is both being shitty to these people and also being bad at his job because if you're a good spy, you got to do that. You got to be willing basically to use people or be like Cassian and just shoot people in the back. But to use them and also not be very good at the actual spying part <laughs> is, is more frustrating because then you're using people for nothing.
1: Yeah. Why couldn't BB-8 just be a spy? Because he could just record conversations. He can hide in places like he could have easily found uh, the dude's imperial outfit in that closet, you know, instead of Kaz accidentally having to hide in the closet because they're coming up and there's nowhere else to go. You know, just everything happens to Kaz like accidentally. And just I feel like it's improving a little bit because on that mission that he did with Poe, like the second episode, like he was not that annoying. He was making like scared, like girly noises when he was getting chased by stormtroopers. And I really didn't like that. But I mean, he came up with some good ideas. I mean, he was right about, they probably should have left that base and Poe was like, no, we're good. And he was like, dude, we should probably listen to general Organa. And he's like, oh yeah, we're listening. We're just going to the base to do some investigating. Like,
0: I don't know. Like, well, and he was also like making active decisions and not like you just said, Things happening accidentally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I feel like he's slowly getting better. Like, when they were escaping the the, the bomb thing and he hid inside of one of the asteroids, I think that was pretty smart. I was like, wow, Kaz. Like, and then even Poe was like, wow, you fucking have a brain. <laughs> I like that, but I was happily surprised. Like, I, I still don't really like Kaz, but I feel like... In these Star Wars shows, you have to, like, not like a character.
0: Because, yeah. oh, I, It's just unfortunate you know, that it's the main character and you're supposed to like him.
1: But I feel like that just, like, drives... That drives me in, like, the strangest way sometimes. Because with the Rebels, I'm like, oh, what crazy shit is Ezra going to do? But now it's just, what's Kaz going to do? But then I'm more interested in, like, the background characters. Like, Tora, like, I think she's, like, my new favorite in the series.
0: I like to want more of her and I like like bubbles. I like bubbles. I like Tam and I like Jaeger a lot and I want to know more about him.
1: I want to like Tam and I do. I just feel like they're purposely making her character like scream and yell and complain about Kaz. And I know that Kaz is a shitty human being, but uh, why can't they have like more characters do that? Because it's like I want to know her as an actual person other than her. Getting mad at Kaz all the time and expressing her frustration because that's all I feel like I, I feel bad saying this, but I feel like all her character does is just complain about or Kaz and like I would too, but it's like I want to see more from her. Yeah. <sighs> but other than that, uh, I'm excited for the next uh, couple episodes that are, I guess they're releasing in um, the middle of January. So that should be nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Me too. Yeah. I'll actually watch it. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, real quick. Um, George Lucas is like the richest celebrity. Yeah. His w- net worth is worth $5.4 billion.
0: That's a lot of money.
1: It is. He is... First place. Second place was like Steven Spielberg. And then third place was uh, Kylie Jenner because of her makeup empire. So I think that's pretty interesting that George Lucas is still on top after selling uh, Lucas. Well, that's
0: why he's on top.
1: Mm Hmm, That's a good business. I feel like that was a good choice of him because I don't think he would have continue the star wars trilogy or not trilogy you know i I think he's done but because i believe that he had interview or he had like talked to mark in like the 90s or something about how he wanted to you know have him be like a jedi master and all that stuff but then he did the prequels (laughs) and then do do you think that if the prequels would have been received better he would have kept on going
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: 100%. Hmm. How would you have wanted the prequels to go?
0: I, I would have wanted somebody else to write them. Hmm. Uh, honestly, that's my main problem. I, I I do think there's a lot of not particularly great story elements there. But the what really kills it for me... Is the dialogue. I cannot get over that. Um, I there's the you know, there's lines that thud in every Star Wars movie, but the prequels are just a complete mystery. Everything is so stilted. Um, and George is bad at directing actors. Mm-hmm. And the, the combination of that means that nobody can elevate anything. I think I think you could take pretty much all of the story beats from the prequels and give it to another writer and have made and well, and also a different director and have made three solid films that I enjoyed.
1: Yeah. It's a shame with that dialogue. I feel like. That was his biggest weakness was dialogue. But at the same time, I feel like some of those like big lines, you know, like some of like Yoda's lines, like the most popular ones, like not. No, he didn't do that. That was that wasn't even George. But I don't know. I feel like maybe because I don't know how this whole, you know, script writing and everything goes, because I know that there's a script doctor. And I heard that Carrie Fisher was the script doctor for the prequels.
0: Uh, she probably, she probably touched up some stuff. She, I mean, Carrie worked on a ton of movies. I feel like but... that's relatively unknown
1: to a yeah, lot of people. Yeah.
0: But writing punch up, there's, there's only so much you can do. And there's only so much you can tell George too.
1: Cause you can tell George like, Hey, like, uh, I don't think this should happen. And I feel like he's very stubborn.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the entirety of the special editions would prove that. yeah and like refusing to release the original editions more than proves that do you think
1: that after you know after george dies that they will release that
0: i hope so i mean they should i think it's ridiculous that it doesn't exist i i think it's fine that the special editions could even even as like having them be your main addition, if if that's your decision as creator of them, hmm. that's your prerogative. And I know for a lot of people that is the Star Wars that they know. But I don't know. I think if you you have so many fans who who want to be able to see the stuff that they had when they were children, I I honestly I think it's a dick move not to release it. Like, I think it's an asshole thing to withhold when it'd be so easy to put out.
1: Yeah, I'm not defending him or anything, but I feel like his view on that is just he doesn't want anyone to see his imperfections, which I mean, it's stupid in our eyes. But I mean, in his eyes, you know, he just he wants everything to be seen the way that he wants it to be
0: seen, you know? Yeah, I know. But at the end of the day, like if you have everybody telling you, hey, we want to be able to own this. I I I think yeah. I still think it makes you an asshole not to do it. Like I think it's it's there's a there's an there's an arrogance in that that bothers me. Maybe the fiftieth anniversary. We have to
1: get something the fiftieth anniversary. I hope so.
0: I mean, because yeah. I'd like to have a legitimate. Well, I have a legitimate copy, but it's on VHS. All right, well, we have like
1: nine more years, so. Uh, but we do have a top Mary, or er, <laughs> top Mary Kill, top three in fuck Mary Kill this week. uh, We will do the top three first, and it's from Fancy Wolverine on Twitter. Yeah. Do we have a top three song?
0: Uh, do you have a top three song? Now I'm I'm asking the songwriter. I I have one song. It's a voicemail song, and nobody sent us any voicemail, so f- fuck y'all. You're not hearing any songs. Okay, I was just I was just wondering
1: because y- you never know. Like you could have composed a beautiful storytelling top three song or a fuck Mary kill song. But I was I was just curious. All right, and the top three for this week is a uh, Star Wars food items. So Emily, um, have you composed? Three,
0: I have not, food items. to be honest with you. I'm sort of scrolling through Wikipedia now. I think we've done top three foods before, but I'm happy to revisit because Wikipedia has all sorts of shit on it.
1: Yeah, I won't accidentally give a recipe to chocolate chip cookies again. There you go. All right, I'm hungry now because my mom, she just texted me and said that she got me tacos. So <laughs> I'm very excited. Okay, there's something called deep fried gorg. That was kind bored? of interesting. I'm going to look it up. Okay, um, in the meantime, I
0: found an entry that is just meat lump. Um, and it is from Ooh. Legends. I'm not. Uh... Apparently, it was in the video game Star Wars Galaxies. And it's hmm. it's lumpy and meaty. <laughs> it was fucking disgusting. Okay, so like a gorg is
1: like a fish, so it's like a deep-fried fish. You know the thing that in episode, in The Phantom Menace, uh, Jar Jar with like eating something, and then he spit it at Cebulba? Vaguely. Yeah, I think it's one of those. Something like deep-fried, like deep-fried
0: foods are good. Do you like deep-fried foods, mm-hmm. like desserts? I will eat, yeah, I'll eat anything deep-fried, and deep-fried fish is delicious. I would eat that. All right, so that's, that's one of mine. Uh, we have an entry for space waffles. Or are they just waffles
1: made in space? Yeah. Um what else is there? There's a bantha platter. It costs 2 credits. There's no picture though. So
0: I I would imagine that's sort of like what you'd get off the street meat halal carts in New York. That might be- which is like a, you know, like some rotisserie meat and some rice or some sort of grain or something
1: yeah i like when you go to a restaurant and they have a menu but then they have like pictures of the food like i i just like that for some reason or i like before i go somewhere going on like yelp and seeing like pictures of the food because like i take going out and eating very serious like i want to get i always
0: i always look at menus beforehand thank you
1: Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this, but Carlos always gives me shit because uh, I told him like a a couple months after our first date that like I looked up the menu um, at the restaurant we went to before going there. And he's like, why why would you do that? You're like spoiling the surprise. And I'm like, no, I'm doing you a favor because my nervous ass would have looked at that menu for like 25 minutes and be like, I don't know what I want. (laughs) I don't want to make the wrong decision. I, that, that's me. Like I need to make the best decision possible. And I got duck tacos and they were
0: good. I also just like looking at menus. Uh, New York public library did a big project where they have all these old historical menus up and you can, you can search it all cause they they've had people processing them, but they're all like in the photos. So you're seeing all this old shit and some of them are from like the 17 or 1800s. And it's just fascinating. To see how how food culture has changed.
2: Hmm.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. I love looking up menus because it's like I want to see the food that I'm Gonna eat. I want to know what the best food there is. Like, I want to know what the most recommended thing is. Like, I'm that person at a restaurant that says, "Oh, what's the most popular thing here?" Or, "What's your favorite food?" You know, because it's like I I want to have a good dining experience. I don't want to choose the wrong thing because like that would make me bitter.
0: Oh yeah. But anyways, back to Star Wars food. Uh, Here's something called Devorian food cake, and I just like food cake as a food item. (laughs) Like, I don't know if it's dessert type. No, it is dessert apparently. It's served at Dex's diner. But I just like the fact that food is on the title of that for no reason whatsoever. Hmm. Food cake.
1: Yeah, food cake. Okay.
0: I'm going to make a food cake. <laughs> All
1: right. They also have sushi in Star Wars. I want some sushi. That sounds good. Uh, What else do they have? They have a, something called a jolly meal. A Jolly Meal is well-known biscuit barren food bundle for young children.
0: Is it okay. like a Happy Meal? Probably. I wonder if it comes with a toy. It better come with a toy. Fucking better. There's something called Yoba. It's a
1: type of food that could be served alongside a Nerf steak. Uh, this is the legend stuff. Oh, there's like a canon version of a Nerf steak. Um... It's made, what the fuck is even a Nerf? Like, I want to actually pick, okay. Oh, it's kind of, it's like a bowl. It's kind of cute. Okay. You can
0: eat Nerf. I wonder what Nerf tastes like. Um, maybe Maybe like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe it's like bison. Have you ever had a buffalo burger? Yes. It's pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Well, you know what's not good? Ostrich. What? Oh, really? Like it's ostrich, ostrich eggs? It is Ostrich is fucking disgusting. What does it taste like? It's I. It's at least the kind I had. It was I, And I like gamey food. Like I, I like game meats a lot. Ostrich is, it. It's so gamey. It almost has like a rancid flavor to it. It's ugh, it's really strong. Ooh, here's here's air cake, air which cake. comes from Corellia, and it's made with carbo syrup and has a fruit core. Ooh, air cake. Air cake. Maybe it's really like like angel food cake or something. There's Alderanian
1: food. There's something called ruka. You eat it with like this like weird fork where it's like it's a fork, but the middle part of the fork is like small. It's a blue plant that could be boiled and eaten. Seeds were transported from the world or broset to the planet Alderan. Princess Leia did not like it. It's like fucking
0: vegetables. Like a salad. (laughs) What do you think... But blue. What do you think the commissary on the Death Star is like? I just don't know how you'd get food shipped to the Death
1: Star. Like, because obviously, like, the Death Star was this, like, secretive thing. Like, how would you, like, get a bunch of, like... Because obviously, like, you need a chef. You need a chef on the Death Star. But I don't... I imagine, like, being, like... Not like prison food, but like
0: mediocre. Maybe, maybe it's, I mean, I don't, you don't need like a four star chef. It'd probably be sort of like in the military where you just have people where that's their job, where they're still military officers, but Mm -hmm. you're assigned to be in the kitchen. I would imagine several kitchens because it doesn't make sense to have one central kitchen and like cafeteria on a ship that big. Yeah, that's a lot of walking. Yeah, the practicalities of life on the Death Star are, are sort of mind-boggling. I mean, I get the purpose was to destroy planets, but, but there's still there's still <laughs> the logistics of it in terms of getting around and everyday life there where I mean, I guess there'd just probably be parts of the ship that you would never see or ever go to. you just have like your little route you'd go to your job on you know such and such deck and then you'd go back to your quarters on the other deck and that'd be your life yeah and there's got to be at least like a an officer's cafeteria as well though like the where, where where Tarkin and the other people eat There must be, like, a lot of different, like,
1: probably for each, like, department, because the departments there would probably be huge. Like, how many people were on the Death Star when it blew up? Like, a lot of fucking people.
0: Yeah, a lot of fucking people, I think, is the exact number. <laughs> it's a big fucking number. Huh. Well, uh, do you
1: want to move to the Fuck, Mary Kill? Sure. It is also from Fancy Wolverine. And it's K2SO, C-3PO, and L-337.
0: Okay. Okay. Well- What's your immediate thoughts on this? I'm killing 3PO. Oh, God, yes. Uh,
1: probably marry L3 and fuck t- K2. What about you?
0: Hmm. Hmm. 3PO is definitely dying because dude is annoying as fuck. Um. Hmm. I feel like being married to K2 would be a big bummer.
1: Yeah, that's why I'd fuck him. Yeah. Because L3 is just sunshine and light. Yeah.
0: I mean, L3 is okay. Like, rules of the game aside, L3 is also who you want to fuck because she's at least has some sort of sexual interest, even if it's ill-defined. But <laughs> k2 is just so pessimistic all the time ever and while i like myself a sarcastic droid when i'm watching him on screen i don't i think it'd get really irritating pretty fast so yeah i think you fuck him and i think you marry l3 (laughs) and i like l3 yeah me too you got a bum deal Oh oh oh! I got tickets to see Phoebe Waller-Bridge's play, um, *Fleabag*, oh. in um, in March because she's doing like a five week run in New York, and this little tiny theater. I'm so excited.
1: That's exciting. Good for
0: you. I'm I'm really happy because I saw the show that I got like the the miniseries, I guess, or limited series, or whatever you want to call it that I got turned into. But I haven't. I have no idea what the actual like you know an hour and a half is like and so i'm really 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 excited because she's so great i love her oh that's gonna be fun i'm happy for you then yeah i i was so excited when i saw the email because i subscribed to the theater's mailing list and that came up and i'm like i don't care how much money this costs i'm going to this were they pretty it pricey was, it was not in terms of plays in terms of this particular theater it's like probably like $20 more than their other stuff I've seen there but the other stuff I've seen in there has all been stand up but Mm. but I figured it was worth it especially since it's not something I'm gonna get a chance to see again you know Mm -hmm. well do you want to get to email
1: yes let's go to email I'll read the first one. It's from Jim. Uh, He titles this another stupid question, which I doubt because none of the questions he asks are stupid, except for the time he said that he wants to eat a porg. That was very stupid. (laughs) I'm kidding always kidding uh he says oh dear Canto bite pod do you think when luke and han were stealing the stormtroopers outfits in a new hope they also stole stole the guy's socks i get that this sounds stupid and gross who wears (laughs) used socks but i think it's an important question what if wearing the wrong socks while in disguise gets you killed i don't know if that's a risk i'm willing to take i think i would just rather wear used socks curious as your thoughts would you rather wear the used socks or take the risk your Canto bitch listener jim P.S. Shout out to CantoBitch number one for the official theme song. I always listen to it while doing my best white boy dance. <laughs> oh, I, I like the Death Watch whisper at the end. Oh, thank you. Have you always done that?
0: No, I was just bored. <laughs> um, I don't. Well, you don't. I. Nobody's going to see the socks.
1: What if the socks have, like, a marking chip or a uh, locating chip on it? You know how, like, the phones have, like, the Find My Friends app? Like, what if the socks have it, too? Because, like, the Death Star is, like, a really serious project.
0: I can't imagine that would be in the socks. Maybe they don't even wear socks. Maybe. Oh, man. (sighs) Think of the
1: Blisters. They deserve it. No, I'm kidding. Not Luke and Han, the Star Troopers, but yeah. Uh, uh, have we ever seen socks in Star Wars?
0: is <laughs> 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 a I, question. I don't know. I, you know, Wikipedia is going to have an entry on socks and it's going to be stupid and make me mad that it exists.
1: All right, looking it up right now.
0: There's something called a sock headed worm people. <laughs> okay, tell me about the sock headed worm people.
1: All right, the sock headed worm people, as called by the Bungo Bong, were a sentient species that lived on the planet orbiting a red star near Solist on the galaxy's outer rim territories. The planet's axis was t- or was tilted at nearly ninety degrees, so the sock-headed worm people inhabited the narrow band between the planet's light and dark sides, scattering area with small city rounds. Members of the species were
0: uh, they had four arms.
1: Oh, I just I just sh- I'm putting this picture in the show notes because it's just this is just a funny picture. Okay,
0: well then socks obviously exist. Because otherwise yeah. you wouldn't reference to something as in having a head that looked like a sock.
1: Okay, I have clothing. <clears throat> clothing referred to garments made from various types of materials and taking several forms used by sentiment beings to cover the body. All right, uh, cultural significance. Oh, oh, wow, that's a that's a uh, dressed woman. Um. For fashion's sake, all right, I'm gonna s- socks. There's no socks. There's just something that says sockets. So I don't know if there are socks in Star Wars. Like I don't think we've ever seen someone wearing socks. King Tom, help us. Have you ever seen someone
0: wearing socks in Star Wars? Well, so many people wear boots. Like everybody wears boots mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, here we go. And this is the, this is just, okay, um, the Spira Security Police, because it describes their outfit, and that includes tan socks. There we go. I've never known a police force that
1: wears only socks, but okay. They have other stuff, too. <laughs> Not am <laughs> just Just, saying. So- just socks. <laughs> just, that's their form of combat socks. Like, what do they do? Uh You know, how do they hold the person, you know, handcuff the person? With socks. How do they silence a person? With socks. (laughs) They carry the blasters and hip holsters and were responsible for the day-to-day law enforcement of the planet while Imperial forces patrolled Spira's airspace.
0: Okay. Oh, here we go. This is, um, Crusher Roo down. Who has blue socks? He's a scavenger on Jakku. Oh, oh! I just thought those were his feet, but apparently they're socks. Good for him.
1: Do you see the the sock person? Um, I
0: put in the show um, notes. Oh, the penis dude. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> what was he called again? A sock headed something. Let me go back to it.
1: I forget. Okay, god damn it. Okay, sock people.
0: Anyway, it's sock headed worm people. Yeah, it's a little it's a little penis with some tentacles coming out of it. And he's holding a spear. You don't want to fuck with that penis, <laughs> that's for sure.
1: Alright, uh thank you. Oh, wait, we didn't even, we, oh, wait, did we we answer the question if we would wear the socks? Um, I probably would because I would imagine the Imperial socks are like comfy. I'm not
0: wearing, I'm not wearing somebody else's. Well, it depends. If I already have socks on, I'm keeping my socks. But if I were wearing sandals or something and had to get into Stormtrooper boots, I'd probably steal their socks.
1: Uh, that reminds me when I used to work at the bowling alley when like people wouldn't bring socks and they'd be like okay with just wearing like the bowling shoes without socks. Oh, oh, and like oh, oh, oh. Uh, I would – not that I would judge. I mean we would spray the shoes with like
0: sanitizing spray but still like – I don't even like wearing my own shoes without socks like tennis shoes and stuff. I can't fucking do that. Ugh, your feet sweat and get all gross and it rubs against the shoe. No, it's terrible.
1: Yeah, but – You know, when I was in high school and I would forget socks for like P.E. or E.N.S. or something like I would definitely borrow someone else's socks. But I'm not really like a germaphobic person. So I'd wear the socks.
0: I mean, if it's their socks. Yeah. I just don't think anyone should wear my fucking socks. But (laughs) if it's their socks or no socks, I'm wearing their socks. Yeah. But if I can keep my socks and my feet are going to be covered by big ass stormtrooper boots anyway, then I'm keeping my socks. Yeah.
1: All right. Good answer. Thank you, Jim, for that question.
0: And I want to see the white boy dance. <laughs> All right. Do you want to read the last email? Sure. This is from Rabia. Favorite moments of 2018. Hello, Canto Biters. I hope you guys are doing well. Since it's probably going to be your last podcast of the year, I was wondering what your favorite moments of 2018 were relating to Star Wars. Example. For me, it was listening to Emily Randick and Solo and its treatment of women as well as Brittany not realizing that Jack Nicholson was in The Shining and the very (laughs) beautiful Women of the Galaxy book. Keep on podcasting to enter what I hope will be the best best year for Star Wars yet. Rabia. Hmm, That's a good question. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Best Star
1: Wars thing. I mean... I met my Star Wars boyfriend in 2018, so. That's pretty good. That's it's pretty bitchin', I gotta say. We met at a Star Wars bar. That's cool. Very, very Star Wars. Um, you know, the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Clone Wars. That was a big one for me. I mean, I got teary-eyed when I watched that trailer. I was really surprised about that. Like, I didn't think they were going to bring back the Clone Wars. That's pretty cool. I'm probably missing something, though. What about you? What was the exciting moment of
0: 2018? Um, I was really stoked with the with the Mandalorian announcement. You know, it's weird because it's not like that would have been my first choice of TV show, but knowing we were g- getting a Star Wars TV show and not just a we're getting a Star Wars TV show, but we're getting this specific Star Wars TV show was pretty fucking great and just the fact that Pater is in it is so fucking cool um when was celebration announced? April I think that's probably on the list
1: let me look it up okay celebration announcement oh in May okay so yeah that was very, very exciting. That was. It was a surprise to be in Chicago,
0: because we all thought it was going to be in, like, an Anaheim. I'm fucking, I'm fucking stoked it's in Chicago. I'm so happy.
1: I'm excited that I'll be able to travel somewhere new. I'm kind of nervous, though, because I still have to see if I can get off of work, but it's fine. It's fine. I'll oh, yeah, just quit. I, I, you know,
0: can I, I need to technically... I, I still need to tell my boss that I'm going away for a week and a half, but... um. Let's see what else we get. What else? big? Oh, the announcement of the Cassian series. Just because that was so unexpected. Like, by the time the fact that they announced the Mandalorian, we had heard that it was going to be about Mandalorian. So, as happy as I was to know, hey, this is the show that we're getting. The Cassian one is pretty fucking awesome. And also, I think that's the show I'm going to like more. Yeah, that's
1: pretty exciting. It makes me sad, though, that you know, the favorite moment of 2018 wasn't due to the movie that came out this year, which
0: was Solo, but whatever. Yeah. Because the last couple of years, it'd be, you know, it'd be the last Jedi and it'd be Force Awakens
1: mm-hmm. and Rogue
0: One. But instead of my favorite thing being the movie that came out, it's the announcement of a show that we're not going to see for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also you mixing up the Sixth Sense and The Shining, which was amazing.
1: I wasn't expecting that to be as like comical as it's been received by everyone. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I think it's I think it's fucking hilarious.
0: But <laughs> it's just the definitiveness in which with which you said Jack Nicholson isn't in The Shining.
1: I really thought he wasn't in The Shining. <laughs> I really got The Sixth Sense and The Shining mixed up. I don't know why I was thinking about the the The
0: Shining, but oh man, I mean it's not as funny as the person who thought that um, Will from from Blue Harvest was (laughs) Will Wheaton. Wheaton? (laughs) Oh God. If you guys, if you don't listen to Blue Harvest, you gotta listen to Blue Harvest. But specifically track down that episode from a couple of weeks ago because it's the it's the funniest fucking voicemail uh, like uh, ever sent into any podcast.
1: I need to go back and listen to that. Uh, Blue Harvest is my like Saturday morning work podcast. It always makes my day brighter. Go listen to them; they're great, especially. It is Will Will Wheaton. He's just so sweet. Like I love I love the segment on uh the Patreon cooking with Will Wheaton. Like I really love <laughs> learning Will Wheaton's cooking secrets.
0: Man, that that Will Wheaton has a really interesting life career path. I've met
1: Will Wheaton in person. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, he lives up to the expectations. Oh man, of Will Wheaton. <sighs> well, definitely, I think my highlight or favorite moment of 2019 will be uh, meeting. Uh, will we? No, Emily Lynn. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. We're going to meet in real I know. life.
0: I I know. Hopefully, one of us doesn't die before that. Don't say that because. <laughs>
1: It's something you, you never know, you know, like I, I got to be extra careful the next couple months. Like I shouldn't be driving fast. You know, I should <laughs> I shouldn't do any hard drugs, which I never do anyways. Like I, I have to be very careful of my surroundings.
0: I can't mess this up. Yeah, no- yeah nobody's about to die before celebration.
1: Yeah, please. I have to meet all
0: of you. You and Eric Strathers, those are the people I need to stay alive.
1: I'm honored that me and Eric Strathers, like that's all those things in a sentence together. Like, I'm honored to be in the same boat as Eric Strathers. Do you see that video of him getting that Millennium Falcon?
0: Yes, it's it's, it's adorable. Ah, God bless Eric Strathers. <sighs> Oh, and I also want to... Like, I want to meet other people, too. Obviously, I want to meet... <laughs> yes! I want to yes. meet... I was Will. I need to meet King Tom. And, like, like all the Australian people who are coming. I need to meet Michael Pappas. Oh, my God. Everybody needs to meet Michael Pappas, because that boy is a fucking hoot. And child actor Johnny Grosso.
1: I need to meet him. <laughs> I love Johnny. Who else do I need to meet? I've already met Hawes and Jesse and Will Wheaton. I need to meet Catherine. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, excited to meet Catherine. Meet the Australian, like all the Australians. Like, they're just so sweet. I love them all. <sighs> I'm excited. All right, Emily,
0: where can we find the podcast on social media? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at CantoBitePod. You can get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash EFLind. You can write us emails and send us voicemail. And then if you send us voicemail, you get to hear the voicemail song. And that is CantoBitePod at gmail.com. You know, send us your thoughts. Send us your hopes for the new year. Send us Fuck, Marry, Kill or top three suggestions. Whatever you want. Just send us shit, and we will talk about it. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. That's at E-F-L-I-N-D. And how about you, Brittany?
1: Twitter, Canto Brit, Instagram, BrittanyTheGinger. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to episode 72. We'll talk to you guys
2: next week. Bye! Bye. Uh, canto Bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest. be a canto bitch. Britney the change and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kanto Bitch number one. Oh my girls! Are- Can't quit. How do you become a bitch like me? Podcast, you gotta download CBD. Send emails, just listen and chill. Give them some names to fuck, Mary kill. Ask them a question or send a top three. Mine is Lindo, Brittany, and me. oh well, my girls at- But my girls are better Check out some folks They want a bang and a refresher Asajj, Ventress, and Kylo Ren, yo We'll have Tarkin, and of course Mendo Send a shout to the porch And to Rustin Brown And Emily's dad straight putting it down Every week my girls be getting it done I should know I've been down since day one